You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. Alan Jerry's post game podcast. Hey, what do you say? Tuesday podcast, Tuesday, Tuesday. What is up, Al Dukes? Oh, I'll do a Tuesday podcast. It's good with to see you in the car again this morning. Uh, yes, thank you for picking me up, Jerry. Blew me off yesterday. That's fine. I'm going to blow you off tomorrow. That's well, all good. is that a definite? I don't have a ride in tomorrow. Uh, you can always take the train at 1 a.m. Well, or you could dust off your car. I will uh, blow off the <laughs> dust. It yes, is- I have. I have got to go to Columbia tomorrow. Oh. Uh, the country. Uh, I found that out uh, for sure this morning. So not the country, uh, Columbia University. Oh, right here in New York. Yeah, I'm going to the football complex to talk with the coach because I'm going to do a little Columbia Cornell this weekend. Oh, is that right? Make my return. Well, on what platform? Uh, Saturday, the platform that I'm standing on that I'll be announcing the game. Oh, I see. So, Where yes. can we see this? I have no idea. Oh, okay. I just know that Columbia asked me to do the game for them. I'm there for that. You are there. Yeah, looking All right, forward Jerry. to it. Okay. So you're on your own tomorrow. I'm looking forward Unless to that Unless you want to well. come with me, by the way. I would not. I would rather just get home and do nothing. Because from there, I'm going to go to Rutgers to pick up my credential for the season. Yeah. So if you, would like to, if you would like to live the life of me, yeah. hang out with me for a little while. We'll get a little lunch. We'll head up to Columbia. One o'clock, we'll speak with Al Bagnoli. He's the head football coach. 140, we'll get in the car. We'll go to Rutgers. We'll watch a little basketball practice. I'll pick up my credential. I'll drop you off about 415. The lunch part sounds interesting, but we could do that any day when we drive home. What together. else are you doing, really? I've got that. I play the. I like to play the piano. Yeah, no, I, I heard moment of the day. By the way, that That's was right. awesome when I did moment of the day. Yes. And I got nothing. You didn't get the big moment of the day. To which you were walking in. Yes. I responded with, watch the show often, huh? <laughs> I did hear that. That's great. I tried to give him a moment of the I day when I funny. walked in there. That was good. All right, Jerry. All uh, right, Al. Our, our friend and uh, former colleague, Craig Carton, uh, spoke with USA Today. It came out today, Jerry. I just watched it. Actually yep. came out. Uh, I saw Neil Best has, had tweeted it out Yep. Uh, bef- uh, towards the end of the show. Uh, to which I retweeted it, to which people yelled at me. Why? I'm not sure. I don't know. Listen, nobody knows whether the man is guilty or innocent. I know people often ask me, have you spoke with Craig? How's he doing? Well, here he is talking to the newspaper, so I thought I would put it out there for those who are interested. I didn't put it out there with any comments. Now I just did the same thing. I just put it out there. Let's see if I get yelled at. All right. And quite frankly, I don't care if I do or I don't. You will. I don't understand why. I mean, kind of like you said, you didn't put an opinion out there. I just put it out there uh, for information for people. I did watch it. It was good to see him. I mean, you know, all the other stuff aside, just as a person, uh, someone that we've known for so long. So yes. So he he did an article on uh, USA Today's website. 
And it also had a video where the guy was interviewing him. Right. British fellow who I've never heard of. Uh, an interesting place to do your first interview, I thought. I thought so, too. I don't know why USA Today. And I, I guess I was hoping for a little more. There's, I don't think he can. Right. I mean. So wh- then I wonder why do it at all. Well, I think you get yourself back out there a little bit, let people in and understand what you're going through. Right. But in terms of the accusations and what he's going to, I imagine, going to trial for, what can you possibly say? Right. You can't, which is probably why he hasn't said anything now for two months. So he was officially indicted on Friday. Yeah. And uh, this article says, according to his lawyer, his attorney, Craig is going to plead not guilty at his arraignment tomorrow. Right. His lawyer said that Craig will, quote, fight these false charges with every ounce of his being. Then uh, the article goes on to talk about how Chris Christie is standing behind him. Yep. Which then I'm sure other people will attack that. You don't like Chris Christie. Of course. Then Craig addresses the Geno Smith tweet against yeah, him, which you know I enjoyed. Funny? Why do you think that even comes up? Because clearly sh- the reporter asked him Yeah, about the British it. guy. I wish they had my line when I uh, went back at Geno. Because <laughs> in the tweet, Gino said that uh, Craig had called him a, quote, thug in the past. Yes, which is not true. Right. And I told Gino he just called him a that he sucks <laughs> as a quarterback, which yeah. is true, Jerry. It does suck. <laughs> uh, then let's see. This was interesting that USA Today brought out in the article. Okay. That in Craig's book from 2013, Craig's yes. book, Loudmouth. I really saw this. In the book he wrote, um, my single fear is being locked up in jail. It's irrational, but I think about it often. Interesting. You know, there was a moment in the show this morning Mm -hmm. where we were discussing the Yankees and Joe Girardi not being the Yankee manager anymore. We were discussing, I think I brought up the Giants and even where the Jets are to where Kim said something along the lines of something like, it's just amazing how we ever got here. Right. And I actually think about that often with Craig's situation. Mm-hmm. I, you know, one of these days you kind of expect to wake up. The alarm's going to go off for me at 225 like it does every day. And I'm going to be driving into the Boomer and Carton show. And every day you wake up and, and it's not. And it's never coming back. And I get that. But there is certainly a part of me that wakes up thinking this has all been just one crazy, bizarre dream. Yes. And yet, you know, and and that goes to a lot of different details from him, of course, but to the way it's affected everything here. The fact that I've sat in the host chair four out of five out of eight weeks. Mm-hmm. What the hell? That's not what I do. The fact that I imagine soon they're going to name a co-host. You know, it's just you still walk in here and it still feels like the show until that show starts at six o'clock and it's not the show and it's never right. going to be the show again. And you come back to that question Kim asked very innocently today about just how did we get here? And it's just whatever. Yeah. Uh, the office, the morning show office still has all the same pictures and sure. signage on the walls. Yep. We've sure. not taken those down. I wonder, like, for Craig or anyone in a situation like his where. Your life has been completely turned upside down. You know, that stuff, you deal with it all day long, then you hopefully get some sleep at night. And then the minute you wake up... You're right back to it. Right. And what dreams do you have uh, during the night where this didn't happen? Um, You know, I was just curious how that 
goes. Well, you know, it comes back to the whole conversation we have had before about the sports as a distraction, or you want to go out and do anything to distract yourself for a couple of hours from the crap that you're dealing with personally, to which I say, you know what, the hell with it. Meet it head on, because the, once that distraction's over, once that football game's over, you're right back at it. Yes. So I understand the concept, but living through it in a couple of different instances, separate from what we're discussing, there's no... There's almost no point in the distraction right? because there's no you haven't come up with a solution yet. So to me, I'd rather deal with it, figure it out, and then let the distraction again become my entertainment as part of my everyday life that I enjoy. Make sense or mm-hmm. am I talking in circles? No, makes sense. So I don't know. And then uh, Craig had a home in New Jersey, which is uh, for sale. I saw that in a, another article. Yeah. Um, and this uh, USA Today article does talk quite a bit about um, how difficult it is for his kids, his yeah. wife and kids, and uh, that how could re- it not be? those relationships there. How could it not be? Yeah. You know, the one, thing, the one thing that grabbed me about it, the line that I read, and it's something that we've discussed on this show many right. a time, is when he says, you know, times like this, you find out who your friends are and who your friends aren't. Right. And I've thought many a time now through the two months, I think I've had four communications with him. I don't know what you say to him. Right. Aside from, I mean, you know, what are you going to do? How are you doing? Yeah, he has called me a few times. And uh, he he called me last week I talked to him. And, yeah, it's it's strange. Like, I feel like I should call him more often. But I don't know... You don't want to ask him about the case can't. because it's strange. Well, and you're not going, and you really can't, I don't believe. Right. And so beyond that, I mean, you know, hey, I'm here for you. Okay. Yeah, we talked, it's you tough, know, man. sports radio, the business, you know, different to hosts okay. and things. We talked about um, who who's going to get the mic job, who's going to get the... His job. The job here. Sure. So I'm going to give him a call today because he's... Uh, what do you call that? What's going on tomorrow? He's He's got the... Uh, yes. I was going to shoot him a text today. See, I wouldn't call him because it's of... It's arraigned. The, because I, in 10 years, I've never called him. Right. But texting for sure. Yes. And when you saw him every day, you spoke. Correct. And spent time. But he, I don't ever look at him as a phone person. You're not a phone guy. And I'm not going to be a phony and all of a sudden just pick up the phone and call. You've had a different relationship with yes. him. That makes sense. But uh, yes, I will wish him good luck for tomorrow. I noticed, though, a lot of my... Uh, phone relationships. Yeah, I don't do a lot of the calling. I don't do any calling. I have phone. Re- I have certain people that I have phone relationships with, and I rarely initiate the call. Right. And then the minute that person calls me and I see them calling, I'm like, "Ooh, I should have called them." Sure. The only one for me that is is my mother. Yeah. My mother, I will speak to maybe once a week. I don't talk to my mother on an everyday basis. And if a week goes by and I realize I haven't spoken to her, I will pick up the phone. But I'm just not a phone person. You know, even if I haven't spoken to her a week, my concern is, how are you feeling? Is everything okay? All right, good. Okay, great. I'm kind of good. Yeah. No, after that. Um, But I agree. If, like, more than a week's gone by and I see my mom calling, I'm like, ah, Ah, damn it. My wife's given up. We don't speak on the phone anymore. Yeah. Which is glorious. That is sounds 
Yes. Well, you see each other. I though. see her every night. Exactly. And so when you don't talk on the phone, you got more to speak about when you see each other in person. I said that to Gina once. I said, you know, Jerry and his wife don't speak on the phone very often. She goes, yeah, well, they live together and see each other. I went, right. That, was, that would be right. the difference. <laughs> Although not every day. You don't see her. You know what's weird? Even when, like, I'm away for a weekend with Columbia or something. So, for instance, so, like, this Friday. So, Friday, I will, I might go home. I might not go home. I'm not sure. But I got a Rutgers game Friday night, to which right after I'm driving to Ithaca Friday evening. I'll this be at Ithaca, Friday? Yeah. I'll be at Ithaca on Saturday. So, Saturday morning, I will call her, of course. Is that north? It's northwest. Got it. Yeah. So I will call her Wednesday, uh, Saturday morning when I get up. All right. But even that. So how was your day? Well, I drove for four hours. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't. How now, do you further that? Now, does she think when you go on these trips, like you're having yourself a glorious time at an Ithaca no, holiday? She, no, no, because I don't. I'll tell you why. Because I'm not leaving at nine o'clock in the morning where I've got all day to do whatever, whatever I want to do. I mean, it's, especially this weekend, Friday, I'm leaving Rutgers at nine thirty at night. I might get to Ithaca by one fifteen. What oh am I gonna party in Ithaca at one yeah, fifteen in the morning? No chance. And then it's there. basically do a game and get back in the car and come home. But like she gets it now, I think, where it's like, So how are you? Yeah, I'm fine. My back hurts. I've been in a car for four hours, gonna do a football game and I'll be home later. Other than that, I got nothing. Oh, the burger was awesome at the diner. <laughs> like what do you there's nothing to say. Yes. So you you get it more than most. Yes. Women just like to chat on the phone though. Well, say what you want about uh, the women. Talk on the phone, not talk on the phone. Here's one thing I do know. You want to look good at least when you're with them, right, Al? I do, yeah. And so to do that, what do you usually want to be? You want to have a good haircut while well, you're bald. Uh, but you want to be clean shaven usually yeah. when you go out. You want to smell nice, all that stuff. And for me, I like Harry's. Now, this morning, I was we, I pick you up every morning to come to work. By 3 o'clock normally. Today was 3.02. Yes. And that was because not only do you want to look good for the women in your life, but you'd like to look good when you come to work once in a while. So I realized that about 2.42, after I got out of the shower, crapola, I'm not shaved. Right to my Harry's? Look at that. Look at this face. Now How good does this look? You were freshly shaved when you picked me up today, And I thought Jerry. I looked handsome today for TV. Which I demand. I'll, you know, you've heard, like, the Yankees require their players to shave and yes. things. Disney employees are required to shave. Uh, I require the same thing since you and I drive in together. From your driver? I do, yeah. <laughs> I'm like your chauffeur. That's right. <laughs> That's right. chauffeur. Jerry, um, the listeners out there can get a free trial shave set for free by signing up at harrys.com slash postgame. I like how you said that, the free trial shave kit for free. Yes. As you said, it was free twice. Yes. Well, that's how good it is. It's free twice. <laughs> well said. All you got to do is pay for shipping, which what could it cost to ship a razor? Exactly right. Very lightweight. It's a lightweight razor, Jerry. Here's the thing. It's a $13 value. Uh, you get a weighted ergonomic razor handle from Harry's, five precision-engineered blades with a lubricating strip and the trimmer blade. By the way, that's the best part right there. Not a lot of it's razors awesome. have that. Yep. The trimmer blade on the back. Uh, you get a rich lathering shave gel and a travel blade cover so you could take it with you when you go on the road for all those games you're doing play-by-play style, Jerry. Or for when you, not you, but you mm. out there, if you pick up your coworker to drive right. them to work. Yeah. Uh, these guys that bought their own factory in Germany to make German-engineered blades, they pass the savings on to you, Jerry, so because how do I, how do I they get it, own though? the factory. Just go to harrys.com slash Post game.
Very simple. Harrys.com slash postcard. If I right. gave you a blank map, yes, sir. could you pick out Germany? Could not. <laughs> you don't even think about I it. I could not do that. <laughs> nope. I'm not sure I could either, but I would think about it a little longer than yeah, a split second. I could not. Okay. Uh, Jerry, here's a story from uh, Elkhorn, Nebraska. Elkhorn. Elkhorn, Nebraska. How much do you think houses are in how do I is that Elk E L K H O R N? Yes. All right, you tell me the story, and I'm going to check right. out houses in Elkhorn, Nebraska. I always say you look like when you're judging house housing prices, look for a four bedroom home. All right, you want all right Elkhorn. I need at least two bath, two full baths, and four bedrooms, and then let me know what are that is. Are you sure is. this is Elkhorn, Nebraska? Yes, E L K H O R N, Elkhorn, Nebraska. Huh. No, well, there it is. A man has been sentenced to four years in jail for sending prostitutes to strip on his neighbor's front porch dozens of times over a three-year period. Really? This according to the Omaha World Herald newspaper. 45-year-old fella was sentenced Friday, pleaded no contest in September to pandering. They say he hired... Listen to this, Jerry. I'm listening. He hired prostitutes to take their tops off and strip on his neighbor's porch, his neighbor's porch, while he watched from his kitchen and pleasured himself. Can I ask you something? Yes, Jerry. How old is this man? 45. 45. So in between our age. Mm -hmm. Do you think you could pleasure yourself? Mm Mm-hmm. Just to the look of a naked woman. Uh, dancing on my neighbor's porch? Yeah. I don't. No chance. I don't think I could. There's no way. Mm-hmm. How do you even become aroused? I don't know. The neighbors are a That's married... drop. The neighbors Christ. are a married couple, Jerry, who live across... Who are lucky enough to live across the street from this fella. Women had shown up as many as 75 times since 2013. 75 times? In the past uh, four years. Wow. Exposing themselves and sometimes kicking the door, yelling to get paid. All right, so now I just moved. Yes. Do you think it would be good if I send strippers to <laughs> my neighbors just as a hello? Uh, it couldn't hurt. It could hurt. <laughs> it could not hurt. Actually, it could hurt a lot. <laughs> now, the Ric Flair 30 for 30 is on tonight, Woo. Jerry. It's not on until 10 o'clock uh, tonight, so I will not see it until tomorrow. By the way, it's on ESPN as we speak right now. Well, that's the thing. That's what I wanted to bring up. He doesn't look like a guy who was almost dead two weeks ago. So Ric Flair is uh, clearly, in, there's a camera in his home. Yeah. And they have him now on every ESPN show today. You think he's got pants on right now? Uh, Yes, Jerry. He's styling and profiling. Well, you wouldn't know that. Suit. It's chest up. All right. Chest he could up. be in boxers right there. He could be. He could be stone stark naked, bottom down. Sending strippers what do you think to that his looks neighbors. Like? Uh, a nude Ric Flair? Not great. <laughs> no, I didn't look. <laughs> I've seen the Ric Flair just in the wrestling tights. Not great anymore. By the way, a four-bedroom home mm-hmm. in Nebraska. Elkhorn, Nebraska. Right. 475 That's expensive. Yeah. Rel- relatively new, too. Four be- it's 2,300 square feet, third of an acre. Now, here's another one for 312 That's also a new home. But any basically anywhere from one hundred and sixty five thousand about four fifty. Okay, so not as cheap oh, as I you thought. I just found one for one thirty. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, but that could have a that could be rat infested, Jerry. You don't could know be that. rat infested. Yes. Uh, one live on Lizzie Lane <laughs> in Elkhorn, Nebraska. Oof. 
Uh, in France. Uh, Paris, France got its first nudist restaurant. Again with the nudes. You want to eat with that hanging out? Dining in the nude. And pleasuring yourself at the same time across the restaurant? No, no, no pleasuring yourself here. Just dining in the nude. It's a 40-seat restaurant. That's uh, probably like a nude beach. You go there thinking you're going to see people from Baywatch. Right. And instead you see people like your grandparents. Right, just think that are of the, fat and sloppy and hanging all over the place. Just think when you go to restaurants, how often do you see good-looking people that you're like, mm, I wish they were nude eating that pizza? And how Never. About, how about when you get your? <laughs> how about when you get your pasta Alfredo? Yeah, and there's a pubic hair in it. <laughs> Waiter, there's a pubic hair in my pasta Alfredo. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> I blame what? that guy over there. He didn't shave down there in forever. What are the rules? Like, if you and I wanted to often open up a nude coffee shop in Belmar, New Jersey, can well, we do that? Well, the first rule I would have is that no body hair is allowed. Well, that's going to be impossible to well, police. <laughs> what can I tell you? You've got a carpet on your chest. Get out. Get out. You're going to infect our now, foods. Do you walk into the restaurant nude? No. Or you do you wa- get nude when you're in the restaurant? You get nude when you get in there. You have go you- in, they've got all the... Um, I was reading the article. They, they've got all the windows blacked out. Why? Because they don't want others Passer hearing buyers. in. Yeah, passersby. If you want to see nude people dining, you yourself must be nude dining as well. Could you eat nude? I could not. <laughs> you are, you're 48. You live alone. As we detail in moment of the day today, yes. there are sometimes you go home and you really have a blank calendar. You have blank nothing slate. to do all day. Yeah. Be honest. Have you ever sat down at 5 o'clock with your turkey and sweet potato no. with just nothing on? Right. No, I've not. Never. No, not I, once. I will you've even... measured your penis before, right. but you've never eaten with no clothes Correct. on. I will tell you this. There have been times in the summer or the, you know, where it's very warm, but I don't put the air on. Sure. When I may be... You cheap bastard. <laughs> when I'm wearing shorts and I don't have a shirt on. That's Okay. I will not even eat that way. I put a shirt on. Oh, you put a shirt on. Because when you sit down. It you, doesn't look great. It doesn't look great. No, not at all. It makes it, it looks a lot worse than when you're standing up. Yeah. I've seen women with beautiful bodies. Uh, and when they sit you down. You And then when they're nude. <laughs> and when they, I'm like, what did I get myself into? When they sit down, this, your stomach makes all sorts of contortions. This is not great. It rolls. It rolls. Yes. There's nothing you can do about it. Keep on rolling. I don't get the sense you're a fan of the nude body. Not really. Mine or others? Others. Both. Or both, I suppose. Yeah. I got to go. Nude bodies. A lot of imperfections in nude I'm not bodies. sure Amy Lawrence is going to listen to this one because we're talking about naked bodies. She did it as a... there were no poop stories. She Well, I did do a guy getting strippers to his neighbor so he can pleasure himself. <laughs> that's that's not, not going to work for her. <laughs> that's not a poop story. All right. All right I got to go. Well, you tell her the good news tomorrow that there's one for her to listen to. So, oh, warm up next. <laughs> It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. Uh, this portion is sponsored by Firestone Complete Auto Care. What's up, Al Dukes? Oh, hi, Jerry. I see we added some more music, which is now staying, which is fine. So mm-hmm. if we keep pinching uh, the segment, we'll be down to like four minutes, maybe. Oh, if we did like a longer theme song. Yeah, it's all good. Some outro music, sure. all those commercials you read, uh, and we just really just come in and say, How, how's everyone Yo, doing? what's up? Boomer next. Yeah, well, boom, out of here. <laughs> Jerry, good news. Uh, the Yankee manager job. 
Uh, some more information came out about that yesterday. Brian Cashman spoke. And uh, turns out no experience necessary. Well, it's only the Yankees. Why would there be? Yes. No experience necessary. And as much as we mocked the Mets for uh, them uh, picking uh, Mickey Calloway and how he's going to love all the players and uh, we're going to accept mistakes and all and that. if you bobble a ball, it's okay. Yes. Get the next one. This is the era of the player is always right. It looks like the Yankees want to go in that very direction, Jerry. They found uh, Joe Girardi with connectivity issues. Yes, this whole thing is stupid. Honestly, it's ridiculous. And one of the quotes from Brian Cashman was that he's not communicating with his players, want a younger guy. Well, you know what? You better find someone that's 45 then because Joe Girardi's 53. He's not 63. He did say, though, uh, age will not be a factor. Okay. It'll be a connectivity issue. So it's Jerry. just connectivity? Is that how we say it? Yeah, Is this know, your process, like Boomer? Yeah, you know how like when your internet goes down, you have a connectivity issue? Yes. That's what the Yankees had. Let me ask you something. With if Joe. there was better connectivity or better yeah. communication, so what? The Yankees would have just swept through the playoffs yes. in the World Series? The whole thing's a load of crap. I said, And fine, you want to make the move, make the move. But all this nonsense, just say what it is. Ah. How about the Mike Francesa show yesterday? He had Joe Girardi Pretty and good. Eli Manning. Pretty good. That's what you call a day. Although you come in tomorrow, I'd go right to Monzo and go, what do you got today? <laughs> <laughs> what have you done for me yeah. lately? What do you have By today the way, now? The funny thing about the Girardi thing, he's on while Cashman is doing the conference call. Cashman's saying there's a communication and connectivity issue. Connectivity. And, Cash- and, and Girardi's telling uh, Mike, no, I thought we were kind of good. Good communication. So whatever. this makes it seem like, though, Jerry, when they say no experience necessary, that they could grab someone from MLB Network. Oh, could they? Maybe who now? Are you thinking about know. somebody like maybe Al Leiter? Maybe an Al Leiter. Maybe Al Leiter could be the manager. Hmm. Mike Francesa will be free uh, around uh, in another month or so. No experience necessary. No he experience necessary. He's but got sh- those good seats. He knows the players. And has shown leadership and uh, managerial sorts of uh, characteristics. That's what they're looking for in this new guy, Jerry. You coach a little league team. But oh, he, should I apply? I would. But Mike connected with Girardi, made eye contact with him, so he's out. Oh. Well, no, I mean, he's proving he's got connectivity. But with older but people. But with the wrong guy. Yep, oh. wrong guy. Right, so he needs to stare at Aaron Judge's eyes and Gary that's Sanchez. Correct. Yep, got so it. that's what the Yankees will be looking for. Then let me ask you this. Will you throw your hat in the ring? I will not. I'm not interested. I mean, you did have a season in Little League where you were hitless. I was hitless. So you could... At least convey the trials and tribulations yes. of a slump. Yes. Going to the Bronx 80 times a year no at chance. night, no shot. You know, I, if I was actually offered the Yankee manager job, I'd have to think about it. Because <laughs> you don't want to travel <laughs> yeah, I don't over wanna... the GW Bridge every day. <laughs> Can I get a, what would it cost me to get a driver every day? But you would get back to Tampa for six weeks at least every year. I would. So that would be good. And you're a big MLB Network guy, Jerry. How is Luis Severino... A finalist for the Cy Young with 14 wins. ERA. Not great. His ERA was amongst the league leaders. 2.98. I I Googled it. Right. How many people do you think were better than him? I'm expecting 20-game winner, one-run ERA. It's not the same anymore. It's just not. 14 wins? Yeah. If I threw you out there a couple times a year, you might get 14 wins. Here's why you have to throw wins out the window. Wins don't mean anything anymore for a starting pitcher because starting pitchers don't go more than five or six innings. So a lot of games are lost in the bullpen 
in the late innings of games. It's not like 1983 yeah. when someone's going eight innings or nine innings and maybe turn it over to a closer. It's just different now. When I think of Cy Young guys, I think of Eddie will appreciate this, that the Baltimore Oriole team that had like three or four 20-game winners. Give me one of those guys. It's not the same. It's just not oh, the it's same. it's the same, Jerry. Luis Severino, just for yeah. reference, was third in the American League in ERA. All right. Third. And number two was Chris Sale, who is a 2.90. What about wins? There's your it wins doesn't matter. Al. Oh, it matters. Jason Vargas had 18 wins. You think he's an AL Cy Young candidate? No, Vargas. <laughs> yes, you're funny. And then Jerry, um, you being the Dallas Cowboy fan here, yes, are you in this new war that has uh, sprung up? Uh, a broadcaster wins above replacement? Nope, a broadcaster. Oh, I don't war. care about this. Uh, Tony, because they're are you, both right. Are you Team Tony Romo or are you Team Deion Sanders? I'm Team Tony Romo because Romo's a tried and true cowboy. Deion Sanders was a mercenary. That's true. He was on so many. He was on the teams. 49ers. He was on the. I mean, for God's sakes, he played on the Redskins. I mean, the Redskins. No good. Redskins, so, Cowboys, Niners, Falcons, enough. So Romo made a reference during the game that so and so tackles By like Deion way, Sanders. A reference that everybody uses. Everybody. That Dion's a poor tackler. That he was allergic to tackling. Right. And he and Boomer has said it many times that Dion called it a business decision not to get hurt and not to put yourself out there. So for Tony Romo to say that, he didn't say anything that everyone else doesn't say. Then Ro, then uh, Dion Sanders came out and said, you ain't won nothing to Tony Romo. Which is true, too. Gave his statistics uh, in various years, interceptions, gave his uh, playoff record. I can't argue with him. If I was Tony Romo, the next broadcast, I'd go right at him again. Right back at Dion and keep this thing brewing. A classic Dion tackle, like on a missed (laughs) tackle. (laughs) That would be awesome. Now, that would separate Romo from everybody else. Just now designate the whiff as the Dion. (laughs) Right, exactly. The only thing Dion. Oh, look, Eli Apple with the Dion. (laughs) I'm surprised, you know, looking back on Dion's career as I did, Jerry, when I saw this war of uh, broadcasters. When you say you look back on Dion's career, that would mean when you're amongst your loneliness for eight, nine hours every day, what does that entail? Well, I just me remembering that he returned puns, which he would never do. Got it. That was, that's gutsy returning puns. I know he didn't like to tackle people, but I bet though, I can't really fully remember. I bet he was a big fair catch guy. I don't. Remember. You know what I mean? Like if Here's anyone was know. in his vicinity, I know this. If he had space, he was gone. Yes, that I know. Yeah, he might have been a fair catch guy. Why not? You want to get hit like that? I don't. You'd break. That's why I don't understand when star players like when they had Odell Beckham, Antonio Brown, because they're electric, punts. Al, because they can do it better than anybody else. Yeah, but you and get, they're still making a name for themselves. But if you get flattened, yeah, it's career football. over. Uh, perhaps, but you could say that about every play. Can't you? Antonio Brown going over the middle or Odell Beckham Jr. going over the middle for a pass can get literally lit up on any play. Yeah, I would not go over the middle. I'd be you a, wouldn't be a wide receiver. That's why you want to be a quarterback. You want to stand in the pocket and get rid of it before you get hit. I don't want to be a safety because I feel like, you know. Free cheap shots? <laughs> I mean, it certainly isn't about technique with you. And if my guy, the guy I'm supposed to be covering... Scores a touchdown, I'd point right at the cornerback. That's your <laughs> Listen, guy. I'm here to help you, man. <laughs> you cover your guy. <laughs> you were supposed to jam him at the line. I tell you, if you were on the Titanic, you would have been on that first <laughs> boat. <laughs> Women and children, your ass. I'm out of here. <laughs> let me get on this lifeboat. I'll get more help. Women and children, I qualify on both counts. <laughs> 
Well, you're not wrong, Eddie. <laughs> you're not wrong. And then what do you make of this NFL news, Ooh, Jerry? Man. Josh Gordon, who's returning to the uh, – is he returning to the Browns? Yeah. Right. He uh, did an interview with GQ, and uh, he said he was drinking whiskey or Grand Marnier mm-hmm. uh, prior to every game. And he tells me he was a drunk. It was a, know. a pregame ritual. Mm-hmm. I, he said I listen, was, nothing fires you up more than, I guess, alcohol. I would think that does the opposite. But he said it would uh, get uh, his blood flowing warm. You know, you drink like a warm whiskey, Jerry. It'll uh... yeah. But it said before every NFL game. Yeah. So those games in August and July, I'd rather uh, September. But they said even that. Games. Remember that that year he was awesome. Yeah. Even then. But don't you, wouldn't you think alcohol would have the reverse effect in terms of your energy? I, I think if you did, I don't think he was getting drunk. I no, think I he that. was uh, having one drink. So right, sometimes but, one drink takes the edge off, perhaps, and he was able to. I get that. But I would think in a game like football, like you almost can understand the, the Hollywood Hendersons or the Lawrence Taylors, the cocaine, it jacked them up and they were like, what was it, an uncaged dog or whatever that clip is of, of LT saying or whatever. Uh, you, would, you, you kind of understand that. I'm sorry, I don't get the whole alcohol thing before a game. Doesn't make sense to me at all. So it's kind of like you. I know you drink before this show sometimes. You got to take the edge off. You Fine. like a nice it's football. There's no, I don't know, man. I think you need to be fired up. You like a nice margarita before our uh, f- uh, softball games occasionally. Okay. What does that mean occasionally? No, I'm Once? saying you. No, I don't. What's wrong with you? I don't know. Right. Jerry. This portion sponsored by Firestone Complete Auto Care. Come into Firestone Complete Auto Care and get $60 on a Firestone Visa prepaid card by mail. When you purchase a set of four eligible Firestone tires, whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. And today it will be Kim Jones and Mark Melusis. They're next on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak free roof from Scotch Garden 3M, the superheroes of building products. All right. Welcome back to. This portion brought to you by ADT. We'll have a lot coming up on Brian Cashman and Joe Girardi. The Monday night football game last night. Lions beat the Packers 30-17. to Nets won in Phoenix. And the Rangers beat the Blue Jackets 5-3. to This portion sponsored by ADT. Home isn't just a place. It's the feeling of knowing you're safe. ADT lets you take that feeling with you. Learn more at ADT.com. I know your Ric Flair special is coming up tonight. Tonight, my, Jerry. My question to you is... As he is on his deathbed, which will happen at some point to all of us. He was a couple weeks ago. Is the right, he's but he's back. recovered. That's right. Is the last breath or or yes. sound that comes out of his mouth woo and then you take him off? Yeah, like Rosebud. What was that movie, Eddie? Oh, you, Citizen Kane, one Citizen of the dumbest Kane. movies ever. Yeah, I didn't Stupid get that movie either. About a sled. I watched that in school. Time. 